So hello everyone, welcome to Love in Your Life. This is Dola, your host. Uh, Today I'm going to connect two things that I do. I mentioned many uh, times that I want to have a Um, another conversation on my podcast one of you know meaning of life which is reflected by me writing uh, the little book on it and um, and the career issue and they're they're connected and the reason I wrote that book is because I did have those experiences with so many individuals I was counseling and um, coaching on their career transitions Um, so very often I would say more often than not, the conversation of what is my purpose comes up or the the discussion and people start to get very reflective about their career, what part does it play in you know their intentionality for their lives um you know we we talk about so often again that we um we spend so much time at what we do for a living and how we earn our livings that they uh they they very often uh cause us to ask ourselves that question of purpose and intention and meaning in terms of what I do for a living how does that play into the meaning of my time here on earth and you know it's again it's an esoteric question some people that are just you know very living very very much on the earth and practical and and not given to esoteric thought um i guess they would be the ones that would you know would not be likely to ask those reflection reflective questions they would rather get on with the business of okay you know show me how to write my resume and where i need to get the next job and where are you know where the jobs are and how i network and you know all the pragmatic thinking that goes along with uh, career uh search but I, I keep going back and forth with this idea of what's been happening in the world, um, you know, more with, with race relations, something I had honestly, truly, I know this sounds naive, but thought we had dealt with way back when in the 60s um, and kind of put it behind us, you know, and made reparations or at least some, you know, move toward reparations um, by giving uh, disadvantaged um, minority people the, um, you know, the, the opportunity to attend school on various levels with different kinds of um, grants and, and um, well, loans, but mostly grants is what I think, and given affirmative action uh, requests at work for, you know, I remember way back when I was hiring people um, that I was told that very clearly to hire a minority person, and, you know, and and you, you start to think that that's, you know, our attempts at making things right that were wrong. But we find out now that we weren't really very far in the process, not as far as I had thought we had come and so I go back and forth with this idea of um, you know how that how that sits with my podcast on keeping love in our lives personally and professionally and I'd like to think of myself as one of those people who has um, thought that you know love is the answer for everything and you know if that's oversimplifying things well then I'm an oversimplifier um, because I do think that you know and I've seen it uh, I've seen it in at work where love 
will conquer over fear or hate because all all hate is is fear right and when we say you know i saw a t-shirt today that i really liked and it says um eracism and i love that because um you know, it just it just the play on word it, on the word racism and erasing ra- uh, racism is kind of cool. So making it into one word, eracism. I like that. Um, anyway, uh, the thought is that I keep going, like I say, back and forth to um, what's going on with the race uh, issue in America, and and I guess the world to some extent, I suppose. But I think America is more intense about it um there's more intensity uh in the discussion uh in the conversation of race relations so so and and john lewis who who recent who'd passed away i think last week um you know he was one of the people who i thought were um you know reflected what uh the type of the type of love that i think conquers uh fear and um i liked him for that for his positivity and his love um his his willingness to to come from a place of love and i actually saw something on tv too where um a gentleman a black gentleman uh had his child with him maybe a 10 year old or something and he was um uh, confronted by one of the people uh, who was covering the race issue after in the wake of um, uh, Charles or um, Floyd's death, um, and he had his child there, and he said to the um, to the reporter, "I wanted to bring my child down here to show him, uh, you know, to show him another way." And I was really um, impressed with the gentleman's um, willingness to show his son that. It doesn't have to be like this. It can, it, you know, you you need to conquer all of this um, nonsense with with love, because there's another way, and it's with love. And I love that he said that, and that he was willing to bring his child to show him and to teach him uh, that other way. You know, whatever he told his son in private, and you just got the sense that he was teaching him that this is, you know, there's no reason to get. Uh, crazy and upset and and hurt people and hurt property um you can you can make the same um you can make that noise with love and um and be uh standing up for our rights with love not fear or hate so that along with this idea of um and i thought i talked about it before but it's it's again it's it's not um it's not easily understood, um, I don't think, uh, but it comes from a way of thinking that, you know, comes from a cause and effect way versus another way. So let's say the cause and effect way says, this is what happens to me and it determines how I feel today. So, you know, race racism has occurred and I've experienced it and therefore I am the way I am. I'm I'm angry, I'm upset, I'm cautious and not to say that any of that is wrong, but it's to just to consider that the cause and effect um you know, point of view is not always valid because there's another thought out there uh, that we create uh, the circumstances of our lives. And I talk about that a lot, I know too, here. Um, 
you know, uh, this gentleman, uh, uh, Kashimi and, and Koga, two gentlemen who wrote, who wrote a book that was called The Courage to be Disliked, talked about, um, you know, a quote, here's a quote, we do not suffer from the shock of our experiences, but instead, we what we make out of them, whatever suits our purpose. So that kind of talks about, okay, well, my purpose is to make sure that I see racism, I see this stuff so that I can reflect back on me having had these experiences that caused me to feel negative about um, to have you know to to expect racism right it's kind of like you set yourself up for expectations um, that are coming from this cause and effect mentality or thought process as opposed to someone who who says well what suits my purpose is for me to be equal. Whether I'm black or white or whatever, I'm an equal under God uh, person who deserves the um, whatever uh, human um, rights that, that we all share. No matter our color, no matter our our uh, rela- relation, our religion, um, you know what what we believe, how we worship, any of that stuff, uh, color, any of the things that we so called can see that make us quote different physically, but we're not different. We're just we just look different. Okay, so so I I bring it up because I really truly believe that it's important to understand that we may be creating what suits our purpose and you might you might question well why would I purposely want something to happen that is so negative why would I purposely seek out racism because I want to make myself right or because I want to you know um you know have a self-determining you know world of around me that says you know this is what happened to me and that's that's uh why I see it that's that's why I do this why that's why I feel this way instead of saying um this happened and uh it's it's over it's kind of like I I you know I keep going back to my thought process because I really maybe it sounds like I said naive and and um misguided but I really thought we had dealt with all of that and I never really saw racism I truly never did until this whole thing came up again I mean you know did I hear things did I maybe was living in a bubble I don't know um you know, I just never heard it, never saw it. If I saw it, I probably would have spoke up about it. Um, Because I don't see people as different. And I mean, I have cried because, you know, I've seen people abuse animals or I've, I've, you know, not seen them because if I saw them, I'd say something. (laughs) Um, I mean, I just saw it on a TV program or I heard about it in the news or something like that. Um, And, you know, of course, I've watched the old movies where racism was definitely uh, an issue where people were going to the bathroom, uh, you know, to use a, a, a public bathroom that was designated for whites only or blacks only, which... I thought was ridiculous and you know 
okay, so thank God that's not true anymore. And I guess I really, you know, want to say um, I thought it was over. And so I, I know now that it's not over. But I also question why. Because, again, if we look at, you know, this idea of uh, teleological thinking, it's, a, it's the study of, that's what it's called, teleological Teology, um, teleology, teleology. Um, it's a study of a of the purpose of a given phenomenon rather than its cause. So, it's the study of people saying, "I have an intention and a purpose to have this occur. It serves my purpose. There's a thing I'm looking for, a thing I'm going for, a thing I'm assuming is true. Um, so I see it, I feel it, I experience it because I'm making it happen in a very strange." kind of um, twisted way Um, and I'm not you know I'm not calling anybody any names I'm just saying what about that what I'm asking the question really is is are people driven toward their own goals or you know do they set themselves up toward a certain um, direction so that that what they see and what they experience is a certain thing that they've already set up that way so, so the, the, the thing that um, these, you know, two authors, Kashimi and Koga, say is we are not determined by our experiences, but the meaning we give them is self-determining. So think about that. I mean, it's something to think about and consider. Uh, it is viable. It is, it is well-researched material. These are not people that are just writing books to cause trouble. These are people not, you know, doing research to to um, to refute the fact that certain things exist in society. But the reason behind them is what they're looking at. They're looking at it's not that I experienced racism, so I'm, you know, I am angry, uh, you know, cause and effect. You know, something happened, so I'm angry, and now I'm going to lash out um but rather that whatever is is my intention is what i'm creating it's kind of like that same idea that our thoughts create our reality you know and so we should check our thoughts you know really check your thinking on things because you're creating your circumstance your environment and things are self determined by those kinds of thoughts that you're thinking. So it's it's not the experience of a terrible thing that has happened to you um, because that that wouldn't necessarily have an influence on the formation of your personality because you still have you know, there's strong influences, of course, but nothing is actually determined by those influences, but rather your insistence, your thinking, that um, your, 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 your direction in life, your goals, your intention, your purpose is where you're going. You're heading in that direction. And therefore, whatever suits you to go in that direction is, being, is happening around you.
it, it's 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 really really uh, you know um, in the book uh, that I'm referencing it's really Freud versus Adler if if anybody out there is is familiar with the work of Freud he's cause and effect right um, he's he's saying you know some trauma happened to you and it determines uh, your future uh, whereas uh, Adler is saying no I don't I, I that's not what happens that's not how your future gets uh, projected it's how you think it's what you're putting in as an intention and you're heading in that direction no matter what it doesn't matter what what's happening you're making that you're going in that direction and therefore it's going to happen for you so I I I don't know like like I said it's career it's everything really it's 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 what you want for your career um and and what you want for your life, you know. So, um, again, I, I, I try to connect the two because I believe that you should live with love in your lo- personal lives as well as your uh, professional lives. And so, you know, it's the same thing I've been talking about all this time. So I hope that uh, contributed to some thought of yours, <laughs> um, some some consideration that might be viable that might be worth your consideration some thoughts that might be worth your consideration perhaps look it up perhaps read the book the courage to be disliked um i think it is takes courage to look at this stuff in a very objective way and consider that other way just like that man said i'm going to show my child um, that love can be the way rather than fear or hate and I like that idea a lot better than um, cause and effect and saying, you know, because I was born black or because I was born poor, because I was born um, in another country and, you know, came to America and you know, I'm, I'm not a citizen or, you know, whatever is, is the cause of me uh, being in this predicament. Um, there's a lot of evidence to the contrary, guys. There's a lot of people out there that have um, defied all those uh, considerations. So um, look at that uh, and, and see if you can, you know, come up with a thought for you that will work in your, uh, to your benefit for the rest of your life. So as I say, I uh, hope you live with love in your life, personally and professionally. Until next time, everyone, have a great week.